think my mum might say that this is a story about saving me from chronic spinsterhood or a life of lonely nomadism or the icy clutches of Canada. Um, but to me, it's a story about jam, aka preserves, aka saved fruit, little nuggets of summertime and, and love. And in particular, it's about a kind of jam that my mom makes. And I was telling my friend, a guy friend of mine, this story, and I was calling it Love Jam, and this is tangential, but he said, you know what Love Jam is, don't you, Julie? <laughs> and I said, yeah, it's um, jam that my mom makes with love. <laughs> and, and he said, no. And I said, what? And he said, you know, it's a guy thing. And I said, well, is this another word for penis that I haven't heard about? And he said, no, it's not. So for any of you who are as slow as I am, um, it's semen, but it's not, it's not what this story is about. It's about jam, because I grew, up, um, I grew up in Bellingham, Washington, and when I was ready to go to college, I couldn't leave fast enough or go far enough, so I went to the East Coast to go to college, and my mother would send me care packages. Every year that I was in college, I would get a box of strawberry jam that she had made, and then a box later on of raspberry jam that she had made, and then later on a box of blackberry jam that she had made. And I have two sisters who live here in Seattle, and they would also get these care packages, I believe. One of my sisters is here, maybe I'm making her jealous right now, but I believe they would also get the care packages. And this continued, even after I graduated from college, I'd get these boxes of jam throughout the year, and then it kind of dwindled, and it went down just to the blackberry jam. And the blackberry jam, was sort of near and dear to my mother's heart because these were wild blackberries that she picked on Lummi Island, which is where they, my parents had a summer cabin and we had gone up, I had grown up going to Lummi Island and so she would pick these berries and make jam. I would get it, so cut to me in my 30s in Montreal, spooning jam into my mouth. And I'm living with roommates and um, I'm having a hard time, so I'm eating a lot of jam because it's delicious. Um, I was a filmmaker and I couldn't get any work and I was having horrible jobs, the worst freelance job I had ever had. And I had had a string of bad dates and I was living with roommates and I was trying to find my own apartment and I found the perfect apartment. But the landlord had a minion who was dealing with me and he said, you know, there's just something, you know, you know, your application looks good, but we don't know about you. You're a woman in your 30s and you're not married. And so I told my mom about this. And so she gets his fax number and she's faxing him notes. My daughter is very, you know, honorable and she'll pay her rent. And then also to top it off, my uncle, by some fluke, is an ambassador in Montreal at that time. And so he has stationery from the Secretary of State and he's faxing the landlord on the Secretary of State you know, memorandum, you know, my niece Julie, blah, 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 and it doesn't work. Like, nothing is working in Montreal. The city is chewing me up and spitting me out because I am not love jammed to Montreal. And my parents say, they say, why don't you come to Lummi Island for a little bit? You know, it's, it's winter, it's cold, I'm miserable, so I say, sure, I go to Lummi Island to spend the holidays with my parents. Meanwhile, my mom in Bellingham is renovating her house and she has a new across the street neighbor who's also renovating his house. So they're swapping renovation notes. And one day, this man, this neighbor comes over to my mom's kitchen to look at her new tile and he sees my mom has a bulletin board with all sorts of photos and I'm on it and he says, who's that pretty girl? And my mom, bless her heart, doesn't say, 
It's my desperately single daughter. Do you want her? She says, oh, that's my daughter. Um, and then soon enough, but the wheels are turning, right? She's like, mm. So soon enough, she marches over to his house to look at his tops down, bottoms up blinds, pretext. And um, she says, so are you, are you single? And he says, yes. And she says, you know, would you like, a, would you like to meet my daughter? She's I'm on the island. And, um, and he says, well, is she wacko? And my mother, my mother to her eternal credit, my gratitude doesn't say anything. She just says, what do you mean by wacko? And that has bought me a lot of leeway, like no false advertising on that front. So, um, so she sets up this date, and I have not seen this man. I have no idea. And she says, oh, he's 46 years old, and he's a landscape architect. And both of these facts turn out not to be true. Um, and I say, well, what does he look like? And she says, oh, I don't know. He's tall. He has an animated face. And I say, well, is he smart? She said, well, he was carrying a New Yorker rolled up underneath his arm. And so I say, okay, I'll go, I'll go on a date with him. So, so we get married, um, is the upshot of this. I move from Montreal, and my mother admits to me later on that when she was making that jam, she thought that if she picked those berries with love, and they were local berries, that it would call her daughters back to where those berries were from. And I figured I ate a lot of that jam, so that's why I ended up around the corner from my parents, and my sisters ended up in Seattle, because maybe they shared their jam. But I'm right there with my parents, and then this sort of, I, I got pregnant, and it was a perilous pregnancy, and I almost lost the baby, and there was bleeding and bed rest and this and that. So damned if I didn't learn how to make jam, and I ate jam, that wild blackberry jam from Lummy Island every day. And I called my son here um, to Lummi Island with that blackberry jam. Thank you. Thank you.